when it comes, for example, to approaching girls, don't you think there is a limit age? Like, you, you mind yourself approaching girls at 40 or at 50? That's pretty crazy. Well, I don't know. Probably I will, yeah. Like, I'll have relationships, yeah. But, like, you have to understand, man. Like, I, I introduce myself to people of all ages right now. I meet women who are in their 40s. I don't care. Like, and the other thing that I'm learning is that this is what's amazing about age, actually. This is what's amazing. It's all in your head. Because I remember when I was 22 becoming 23, I was like, oh my God, that's so old. I don't want to be 23. And then when I turned 24, when I turned 24, I was like, uh, I met, I met some girl who was 19 and I had just turned 24 and I didn't want to tell her that I was 24 because I thought she would think I'm too old. I remember thinking that and how like it's, now that's crazy. Like when I meet <laughs> girls now, there's girls who are like 18, 19, 20 that I'll go on dates with and they know I'm 31. But it's about, about mentality. When you date with a girl of 18 or 19, you can notice that mentality is very different. Well, of course, if you're not looking for a relationship, it's fine. Well, there's, there's good things about people of all ages. There's good things. And everybody's different as well, right? Can't overgeneralize mm -hmm. any age. But I like, I like young girls like 18 to 20 because they are not contaminated. They are not as contaminated with all of the problems that come with adulthood. So I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty much open to dating girls of all ages, but I, I prefer probably 18, 18 to 20. I was chatting with another guy who was like, really? Like I was chatting with another guy who he's 22 and he was like, really? He's like, I prefer like, you know, women who are a bit older. And I was like, good for you, man. Good. Great. Like go after women who are a bit older. Like it's fine. <laughs> you know, but I'm most attracted, I would say to girls who are like 18 to 20. And, but I have like, I have a, I have a girlfriend here, like more of a serious girlfriend as well. And she knows I, she is actually 40 and oh, she, really? yeah. And she knows, she knows that I approach all the time. She reads my blog. She watches my videos. Like, listen, like she doesn't speak English, but she has things on translation. We chat about it. She doesn't mind that you approach other girls. That's a long story because it's, it's sort of, that's how the relationship developed. It was like, she didn't like it in the beginning, but it was like a situation where it was impossible that I would ever commit to her. So it was like, well, we have, we can be nothing or you can just accept that like, this is how I live and, you know, we can spend time together. And like, I would be brutally open with her. That was the other thing. I would over communicate, over communicate. I'd be like, yes, I just slept with someone today. Like, and say it in a way that's like, yes, like I'm aware that no one would ever want to hear that. And that, yes, you can like, you know, walk away and not want to see me again. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I, I think I tried to push her away for a long time. That was sort of what happened. I tried to push her away. And I would tell her, like, yes, I approached 20 girls today. 
And I would like tell her the stories about that. And I realized that like, she accepts me and likes that. She likes that I approach. We chat it's about a it. She likes, she likes it. She likes the idea of being with someone, of being with a male who's like this. She likes that. She prefers that. That's what I'm, that's what I understand. For example, don't just say in general it's bad that girls know that you approach other girls. Like, they can perceive you as no selective. Well, this is an unusual, like, this, this relationship I have that I'm talking about is pretty unusual in that the only reason it's happened the way it has is because I tried to push her away. I didn't want to waste her time. Like I tried to push her away. Like I wasn't looking for a relationship. So I was telling her everything she would not want to hear. And I was like amazed that she was okay with it. And then on top of that, she was just a really good person. And I enjoyed spending time with her. And it was good to practice my Japanese that way. And I was like, wow, like I actually care about this person. So like I have a girlfriend, but she knows I sleep with other women. Yeah. This is, this is interesting. This is like, this is how I'm sitting on something really interesting in terms of my lifestyle that, uh, it's unusual and I could write bombshell articles on this stuff later if I really wanted to. Cause like what I'm discovering, and this isn't just my, this isn't just my belief. What I'm truly discovering is that love is not dependent on being sexually committed the way society makes it out to be. It's not dependent on that. Cause another thing that's really interesting is like the relationship I have with my girlfriend, how she knows I like, hook up with all these women and stuff, but I'm like more emotionally connected with her. I have like her, I'm like deeply emotionally connected with her. I know that, but she knows that I go around and just sleep with other women. But what's interesting is there's a woman I'm hooking up with a different woman who is doing the same thing with her husband. Like, Whoa. like her husband is like committed to her and then she's sleeping with like all these people. That's what she's doing, but she loves him deeply. She loves yeah, I him. I think that's exception. It's, it's, it's just an exception, isn't it? The normal is that. Well, the point is that like love, I do not believe is dependent on being sexually committed the way society makes it out to be. I don't believe that. And I also think that attraction, maintaining attraction with a woman you're dating is not about giving her unconditional comfort and reassurance that like you're all like 100% committed to her. That's actually, I think if you do that, that kills sexual attraction over time. Because like people get into marriages and stuff and like they love each other but the sexual chemistry kind of like wanes a bit for most people. 
And what I'm sort of like discovering, my intuition is that the ideal relationship, at least from my perspective, the ideal relationship in terms of maintaining sexual attraction long-term is more about always having a degree of competition anxiety where she, there's a percentage of her thought process that wonders whether she can hold on to you. And it's not in an insecure or uh, deceptive or game playing type of way. It's not like, hey, I'm going to play games to constantly manipulate 10% to maintain this. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying like a relationship where you have like a, a very deep connection with someone, but that as a male, you still are able to not change your behavior in the long term, still sort of have a little bit of polygamy on the side and your partner stands by you and that competition anxiety always keeps her super attracted to you. Cause I can tell you that my girlfriend is like really fucking into me. Like there's no, like there's no comparison. Like she's like really, really, really like into me and I'm into her too. But I can tell you other guys. Sorry. Is it anything other guys? No. And I wouldn't handle, I wouldn't tolerate that. Why not? I'm not interested in that. Like, I want my cake and eat it too. So I expect the girl that I'm dating to be committed to me, but I'm not committed to her. This is what, this is what I've created. I mean, but I, I, I know this is going to sound outrageous and I don't want to act as though I'm entitled, but I kind of earned that. Because when I approach thousands and thousands of women, you're you're eventually going to find someone who is okay with that. Not for sure. Whereas if you approach three girls your whole fucking life, you're not you're not going to get that. So the best you're going to do is like a committed relationship with one woman, and you're going to like you know compromise things you want and things you know sacrifice different things for her. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's what you, that's the type of relationship you're going to foster. Right. Mm -hmm. So the relationship I've fostered is I just do whatever the fuck I want. And then I also have a deep connection and people can be judgmental because they don't understand. People can think that's wrong. People can impose their, like their morals onto what they think is supposedly ideal. And, but they don't, they don't understand because I actually have a really good relationship. I have a really healthy relationship. I'm just not sexually committed and I don't plan on ever being sexually committed. That's just what it is. Like I'm really off the right end of the spectrum in terms of like, there, there won't be commitment at any point in my life. It, it's not going to happen. And the other girls you approach they know that you approach other girls, so they know, basically, you just want them for sex. Uh, okay, so that's an interesting thing. They, they, they do, but they don't. 
people aren't stupid. People aren't stupid. I've dated girls smarter than I, where they they know in their gut, they know I'm seeing other women. They know. Girls aren't, like, people aren't fucking stupid. And by the way, this isn't even like an intellect thing. This is like a very instinctual, like, women understand a male's status inherently. And, like, women I date, they know deep down that I date around. But it, it is never talked about. And if, it, if anything ever comes to the surface, it's sort of like, I joke around it. I never answer the questions directly. But, like, there's women I sleep with that will, like, ask me about, like, oh, so you have other friends and stuff? Like, you date around? Like, you do this? And I'm like oh, I'm busy, you know, like, I've just got my work, like, I do my thing, like, uh, like, I make it as though, like, my life is pretty boring, and it's like, they're not fucking stupid, it's like, they know I'm confident, they know I approach them, they know I sleep with them maybe once every, like, month or so, and it's like, well, what the fuck else do you think I'm doing in, like, the other, uh, 29 days in a month? Right? It's, it's quite like, amazing that they don't... That they don't put her, them off. Like, they know you are approaching other girls, you're having sex with them, and they don't mind. Because normally, women want selective men. Yeah, so that's a really good question. That's a really good point, man, because they, they do mind if it's overt. Overt as in discussed openly. So if I were to cut, this is an interesting discussion as far as like honesty and openness and stuff like that, because if I come out and promulgate, like just openly say like, yes, I'm sleeping with like however many people and I approach and do all this, like, then that will cause girls to just distance themselves. And you might say, well, isn't that good though? Because you're being like, open and honest a hundred percent. And like, that's how it should be. Like, I mean, in any relationship, I, I understand that perspective. When I said, I want to date a girl who's committed to me, but like I do whatever the fuck I want. That's with respect to like, if I enter a more serious relationship, but there's girls I'll sleep with that. Like, I'm sure they sleep around, but I just don't really care. I don't really give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like when you plan having a relationship with one woman, like sex and relationship, just with one? No, I don't think that'll happen. Because my sexual options will always be there. This is a lit this is literally like it's a really hard thing, it's a hard perspective to try to convey. Because if I commit to one woman sexually and emotionally all it takes me is to go out for like one fucking day on the street and be like well i could sleep with all of them and it's like well why wouldn't i there's no reason for me to commit sexually people put that on a pedestal because it's self-preserving 99 plus percent of the population puts sexual commitment on a pedestal because they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice because they don't have the confidence to essentially earn the promiscuity. No, it's true. 
right? I mean, the like if if I didn't if I didn't ever say hi to people, like if I didn't if if I weren't capable of that, maybe I would commit a hundred percent sexually and emotionally because I'd say, well, this is this makes sense logistically. It makes sense. Like I'm not going around saying hi to people. So if I meet a girl and I'm like, we have a good connection, we're having sex. Like it makes sense that we just fall into that pattern. My mindset is very different from a lot of people. So I I don't think I will sexually commit at any point in my life. I think I've like romanticized that idea. I think I ever romanticized it. People put like very people put monogamous marriage on a pedestal. People put that on a pedestal like that's the peak. Like that's like what you should all strive for. I used to be that way. I actually I used to be that way. I used to imagine like I'd be married by like 31 or something that like I'd be uh that that was probably the sequence. Like I had those ideas. But that was my perspective when I was in my 20s. That was my perspective in my early 20s. So if you really like a girl and they demand you a relationship just with her, you won't accept it. That what? That I won't take it? Is that you wanna? Yes. So you really like a girl and... I think... If I commit at any point, it would be temporary and it would serve the purpose of a child, of rearing a child with a younger woman for a temporary interval. Like, for example, and this sounds so outrageous, I know, but just hear me out. Let's say I'm 46 and I meet a great girl who's 21. And we form some sort of connection and we decide like, we're just going to have a kid and we do. And I decide, okay, like, you know, I'm 46. Like, you know, this girl's great. Like maybe I'll commit to her for like a little bit. I don't know. I really have no idea. I would only imagine commitment if it entailed a purpose, maybe regarding a kid. Yeah, would you like to have kids? I have lots of kids. Hmm. Really? So, yeah. In Greece, in Australia. <laughs> and yeah, I have like I have kids. I mean, this is stuff I don't write about because it's not But, like it's not that I have a problem writing about this stuff. I don't I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem yes. writing. Sorry? There, that you know that you have kids, right? Uh, some, some. Here's actually the cool thing. This is the really cool thing. Something is only it's something is only weird if you make it out to be weird. So, like, if I'm like, yeah, I'm 31. Yeah, yeah, I turn uh, I turn 32 in January. Like, it's like, yeah, great, cool. You know, like, then my age isn't a big deal. And it's like if the topics of kids comes up or something, I'd be like, yeah, I have heaps of kids. Yeah, I have lots of kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, why wouldn't I? Like, that's what I act like sometimes. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. 
I'll say that. Like, occasionally, if a woman is surprised, I don't tell younger girls I have kids. I don't tell girls who are in their 20s that I have children. But I, if I sleep with women who are in their 30s and up, I might tell them. Women who are in their wow. 30s, women who are in their 30s don't care if you have children. Hmm. But I, I actually was dating a 19-year-old girl from Indonesia when I first came to Japan who knew I had kids and she didn't care. So it, it really is a toss-up. She was very mature, though. Her personality was a lot further ahead than most 19-year-olds. Like Her personality was, like I'd say, on par with me. She was very mature, very smart girl. Um, so they are taking care of them on their own. You yes. don't pass any money. Well, no, I I transfer money. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's not it's not bad. Look, my perspectives, my perspectives on children and marriage and raise like my perspectives are would be considered extremely unusual and not well accepted and it's not that i have i don't have a problem writing about these things it's more just maybe in the future i'll edge into some of those topics but right now uh that's not what i'm writing about But, like, my perspective is I really am uh, just, like, a polygamous male who has children and I have no reason to get married. And I see that as actually, I see that as making the most sense for me. Like, I see it makes the most sense for me to just have children outside of marriage because that way I can have children because I don't plan on ever committing. And do you plan to get to know them? Well, I do. I've met two of them. One of them I know. One of them I'm visiting in Greece uh, in December. And I'm actually going to meet up with Uh, either one or two guys who read my blog who live in Greece when I go there. So I'm actually going to meet up with a dude who reads my blog in Greece when I go. I mean, you say you want freedom, but the fact of having children is yeah. not like right the opposite of that? No, it's not. It's only that way if you make it that way. Because this comes down to not caring about other people's opinions and judgments. Because what would happen is, let's say you have a kid, then you're going to get swamped with like people's fucking perspectives, like the girl's parents or your own parents or your friends. People have their fucking perspectives and their judgments, and you have to not care about their judgments more than what you care. Okay. So that's really what it comes down to. I guess I would think I would I would have a really strong obligation to take care of them. 
Like, to be able to find it, I don't know. Everyone's different, man. Everyone's different. My perspective is different. People don't. Agree, people might not agree with it. And I hate to make this, like, I hate to draw this, like, corny, stupid analogy to, like, Animal Kingdom, Lion stuff. Like, I hate to, I hate to do that. But it, like, I really am somewhat similar to, like, a male lion who just, like, fucking procreates and just sleeps with whomever and is not going to commit. And that's just the end of it. That's just my fucking life. Mm. I'm just the human version of that. I'm not like a big guy. I'm not that type, but I'm like, my personality is. And that's there just... There are many who happen to have one gift, and that's the end of the freedom for, for them, because it's a really strong obligation for them, you know? Yeah, well, everyone's emotional style is different as well. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to spending a lot more time like intimately raising a child and stuff i'm not opposed to that but i won't commit and the result of that is i will always continue to date other women and i plan on having children with other women and here let me tell you something else that's really really important you ready yes some women don't care whether you are literally there supporting day in and day out. They'll try to get you to support, but some of them don't actually care as much as you think. Like, you could meet a girl... What I'm saying to you might sound really foreign, I know. But, like, you could meet a girl, have a kid, she wants you to, like commit and be the dad and maybe you're going to go off and do something else and she'll just find another guy in like a, in like a year and then he's going to be like the dad that's just what happens like the, like in greece like i mean you know i've uh the mom is married and they have another yes. kid they have another kid together that's not mine right but they're raising my kid. Hmm. Once again, oh. these ideas, like, they can come, I understand that they can come across very, like, unemotional or cold or, like, uh, disconnected or you just can't, like, understand the moral elements of it. Like, I get that. Because, like, I get it. But I'm also, uh, it's hard for me to telegraph my perspective on life to other people. And don't you care that children grow up without a father? I, that's a good question. I don't think people are worse off depending on the exact circumstances in which they're raised. Like, in other words, you have so many quote-unquote picture-perfect families growing up throughout the world, and everyone's fucked up. I grew up upper-middle class in New York, right? 
like yeah. my my parents, both my parents throughout my upbringing. And you know, I had my own fucking issues. Like you can have people raised by a single mom, people raised by two men, people raised by two women. People going like I met a guy here in Japan who was raised in a fucking orphanage. He didn't have parents. And he's a great guy. So I don't think that the way people romanticize, like needing to have white picket fence, father mows the lawn every Sunday, they go to church every week, like they, you know, they live in this picture perfect household. I think that's overly romanticized. So how was your feeling the first time a girl told you, okay, you're a father? It has to be a big shot, a big shot for you, right? I mean, I don't really care. It's not a big deal for me. Wow. Yeah, man, like, I mean, like, uh, it's just not, I, I mean, there's so much I haven't told you. But I used to do donations. Like, I used to meet women. I'm not, I'm not joking. I used to meet women, uh, sleep with them, and then they would just leave. And they'd have a kid. Yeah. There's, I have children I haven't met. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's... I just... I don't view it as a bad thing to have children outside of wedlock and not being there. I don't see that as bad. Which... 99.9% would be like, that's bad. But at the same time, 99.9% don't have my perspective on promiscuity. I'm 100% sure that if like there's some other guy out there who is like me in terms of promiscuity and stuff, genuinely, genuinely at my level of confidence, like I guarantee like he'd be pretty similar This is probably one of those metrics. Yes. It's possibly one of those metrics. It's possibly one of those metrics that is very telling as far as a guy's promiscuity and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Anyway, man, you got a good you got a good chat there. I told you a lot about me. Yeah, wait well, a moment. It's I'm gonna change the place. So, what kind of get going in the day? You're a neck bone, you're a digital one. You got a good addition, now the two